Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? So today's solo episode is something that I've been wanting to create an episode on for a while because I work with a lot of service providers. So this one's for you. If you work with clients doing services and you're an introvert, one thing you're probably maybe doing right now is taking on too many discovery calls. I know that discovery calls work. Everyone says that you have to get on a discovery call in order to make sure that you set expectations, you're the right fit for the client, they're the right fit for you, but they can be very draining, especially to introverts. We need to manage our time, and if you're taking a ton of discovery calls and the conversion rate on those discovery calls is really low, you're going to start to resent them seeing them on your calendar, which means that you're going to go into them with maybe not the best energy. And that's going to lead to even lower conversion rates and so on. It's a vicious cycle. So I want to share a story about when I first started as a service provider. I started as a virtual assistant. I offered every service under the sun because I love so many things. And I was booked out in two months without doing discovery calls. I avoided discovery calls like the plague. (laughs) To me, they were not fun. If I went on a call and it felt really well and then it didn't turn into anything, I took it a little more personally because it was like I showed up, I gave them 15, 30 minutes of my time and that energy and it just, it turned pretty resentful. So I avoided them. I didn't offer them. If somebody explicitly asked for a discovery call, I would say yes and finally give out my calendar link. Otherwise, my calendar link was not visible anywhere. I didn't offer it. (laughs) And very rarely did anyone ask. I think maybe one person in that first two months when I ended up being booked out asked for a discovery call. And so I offered it. And it works. You do not have to do discovery calls if you do not want to. And I know me personally, I actually prefer it as as a client who's now built a team and hired lots of people. I don't want to jump on a call. (laughs) I would rather chat via email to make sure it's going to be a good fit. If I'm going getting on a call, I feel like I'm already committed. So I'll avoid booking them. If I go to somebody's website and the only way for the next step is to book a call, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to just bounce and find somebody else. So don't get it in your head that you have to do them. Now, I know what you're thinking is like, well, if I don't offer them, how am I going to get clients? How am I going to be able to vet clients? Because yes, we want to vet clients. We don't want to be working with clients who are not a great fit and have unrealistic expectations. So a few tips here. The first one is that your website and your packages, your process, your pricing, your messaging, it all has to be on point. 
So if I go to somebody's website and there's like very little information, the general client is probably going to want to jump on a call because they're going to have a ton of questions. So you can avoid them wanting to jump on a call by basically giving them everything they need to make an informed decision on their end. So they have everything they need to vet you and know that your process is going to work for them, how you work, your pricing, your packages is what they're looking for, and everything sounds good. So they don't have any questions left other than when can we start? (laughs) And then on the flip side of that, then you want to have something in place so that you can vet them. And for me, I always like to do kind of an in-depth application form or questionnaire. So, I mean, you can still do calls, just maybe do the questionnaire first so that you're pre-vetting them so you're not wasting time and energy getting on calls with potential clients that you know from the questionnaire are probably not going to be a good fit. But you can also use it as a way to avoid calls altogether. Like my process would be somebody filled out the application form. They had all the information they needed. So going ahead and filling that form out, they were ready. So then what I would do is review the form and check out their website, check out their content, read what they're looking for and their answers to the questions and make sure it sounds like a good fit. If it is, then I'm going to email them and be like, hey, I just wanted to connect. And like if I have any clarifying questions based on what they said, then I'll ask them an email and then we'll go from there. I will not offer a call. (laughs) For me, calls, I need to really limit my calls. And that was the way to do it. And again, you can offer calls if it feels like a call is needed or you really want to just jump on a call with them first. But doing that pre-vetting process for them through your website and how things are laid out and all the information you're giving them. And then you're doing the vetting as well through an application form or a questionnaire. That will just make your discovery calls go so much smoother. I see so many people that just have on their website, like click here to book a call or let's chat to get started. And they don't really have a lot of information on their website. So they're probably either getting people who are not booking calls because they have way too many questions and they're not sure if they're like their budget is even remotely in the same realm (laughs) because there's no information on the website. Or then you're getting people who are going ahead and booking a call just to kind of chat or pick your brain or to see what options are out there. And as an introvert whose energy is drained from calls, having people book calls that are not pretty close to that yes point can be really draining, especially if you're getting a lot of them. So I just wanted to share this tip and episode with my fellow service providers about how you can really limit the discovery calls that you're taking. If your calendar is looking pretty full with discovery calls or your discovery calls, you have a pretty low conversion rate between the number of calls and then the number who become clients. This might be something to look into to free up your energy for other activities that are going to draw in the right clients to you. So hopefully this is helpful. I know this is a super short episode. I feel like sometimes these solo episodes are going to be short because it's really specific about one thing that I want to share. (laughs) And I think this is a really important one. I've heard and worked with a lot of service providers who are like, my calendar is so booked with calls. I'm so overwhelmed or like, 
I had this great conversation with a client and then they ghosted. And this is a way to really help you. It's not going to avoid it entirely. Those situations are still going to happen, but it's going to help you manage your time and your energy a lot better when it comes to finding new clients, finding the right clients and focusing on other things. So let me know if this resonated with you. I hope this was helpful. We have lots of episodes in the past about copywriting and being really clear about your brand messaging. And those are all good episodes to listen to. If you're like, I want to limit calls, I need to improve my website. Go check those out for really fine tuning your messaging, thinking about all of the questions that a potential client has asked you on previous discovery calls, and then putting them on your services page as frequently asked questions, making sure that you're giving them everything they need to know before reaching out. And then again, the questionnaire. What are some things that you would need to know about a client to make sure that they're going to be a good fit and it's going to be work that you enjoy, their expectations are going to fit with how you work and what your favorite things to do are. Basically, it's a discovery call with words and just saving that energy in any way possible. So let me know. Feel free to send me a message if this has got you thinking about how you can start to shift away from so many discovery calls and still continue to get new clients without letting go of so much energy in the process. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at theterrorread.com where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.